Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by Grace Free Journey Podcast. If you are a first-time listener, thank you so much for stopping in. We just pray that you're going to be blessed. Here's what we do here. We just go through the Bible. We, we talk through it just in common, everyday language, and we try to understand it because here's what we know, that, that if you know God's Word, that some things are going to happen in your life. One, you're going to love God at a better way. Absolutely true. Second, you're going to live life to its fullest extent, as God intended it to live. And then third, you're going to have meaning and purpose beyond anything you've ever imagined. So that's what we do here. If you're a returner, thank you so much for returning and being with us. We are in uh, Matthew uh, chapter 6. So let's just pick up right there and talk about it. Here's what Jesus has done up to this point. Remember, Matthew chapter 6 is part of the Sermon on the Mount. It's the, the longest continuous sermon that Jesus gave that we have recorded in the Bible. And he tells us at this point some real practical things. So the first thing he said to us, just to catch up, in Matthew 6, he said, don't practice all of your faith in a public way just to be seen by others. That's sort of the warning at the very beginning. There's some things you need to do in private. There's certain types of prayers you need to pray in private. There's certain types of religious practices, and we're going to look at one today, that that really doesn't need to be broadcast because it, it can uh, bring a lot of unneeded attention on you. It can take some attention away from the Lord, which is really a bad thing. We don't want that to happen at all. And 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 so Jesus gives some guidance there. And he goes on, he talks a little bit about prayer, and he says, don't, don't pray loudly in public so people can hear you. If you do, that's what you're going to get. But then he says, go into your closet and pray this. And then we talked about the Lord's Prayer. And we talked about that for several episodes. If, if you uh, didn't hear those, you might want to do that. Go back and, and jump on and listen and uh, uh, think that that'll be a blessing to you. So today, he talks about a subject that unbelievably has become incredibly popular in our culture. And it's fasting. So let me read you what, what Jesus said. He said, now, when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces and their fasting may, so it might be seen by others. But truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But now when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, that your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your father who is in secret, right? Who sees you in secret and your father who sees you in secret will reward you openly. So here's what Jesus says. First, he starts out by saying, now, when you fast, all right, so the assumption there is that you're going to fast. <laughs> he didn't say if. He didn't say if the occasion ever uh, calls for it. He says, when you fast, this is how you do it. Fasting is an expected part of the Christian discipline. It just is. Now, now, why would God say fasting? Well, here's what we've learned in the last, oh, probably 10 years really strongly. Everybody I know who cares about their fitness and health at all knows what intermittent fasting is. You've heard about it. You know it. There's a lot of different plans based upon your body type. There's different plans based upon your health. There are different plans based upon how much weight you want to lose. Um, I was researching for this talk and, and came across a podcast that said, hey, look, mice can't gain weight if they fast 16 hours a day, but human metabolism isn't as fast as mice, so it might not work for us. <laughs> That's a drag, by the way. But so, so fasting is talked about a lot in our culture. And um, God gave fasting way back in the Old Testament, one, because God knew, and we're just discovering, the health benefits of fasting. There's clear benefits to your digestive system, to your blood sugar balance, actually to your energy level, to your sense of well-being, to good sleep. If you get on a right fasting schedule, you actually sleep better. So there's all of these wonderful benefits that, that the people in the Old Testament, even in Jesus' day, didn't know, but God was giving it to them if they would just obey him 
on the spiritual side. Wow. So if we do the spiritually things that, that the Lord expects correctly, then oftentimes there's going to be a, a physical benefit. And fasting certainly falls in that category. So Jesus, and, and, and the other reason why I gave it is for spiritual reasons. See, when you fast, you're going to have hunger pains. Every time you have a hunger pain, the, the idea is this. Let that be a prod, a prodding in your spirit from the physical world to pray. So every time I think about, man, I haven't eaten for eight hours, I need a hamburger. Oh no, I'm fasting, so I'm going to pray. Every time that physical urge stirs up within you, you turn that into a time of prayer and seeking the Lord. So that's really the complete picture of fasting. And Jesus gave it right here in Matthew 6. So he says this, now when you fast, don't look gloomy like the hypocrites. They disfigure their faces so they might be seen by others. In other words, when they fast, they walk around moping, oh, I'm so hungry, I wish I could eat, that food looks so good. He said, don't do that. Because here's why. He said, truly I say to you, they have received their reward. If they're doing this spiritual discipline just to be seen by others, they'll be seen and it ends there. They get nothing more, nothing else. It's over. But he turns the corner and says, but for you, when you fast, anoint your head. That means in modern day terms, it would be like, comb your hair, take a shower, wash your face. Why? So that your fasting may not be seen by others, but only by your father who will see you in secret. And the one who sees you in secret that you're really fasting, he is going to reward you openly. So you want to take a big step in your spiritual life today? Implement fasting into your life. Now, there's a lot of different ways you could do it. You can fast a meal. You can fast for a day. Only drink water for a day or two or three. Um, I've gone on extended fast in the past. Um, that's something you just got to pray uh, to the Lord about. There's a Daniel fast where you don't eat meats. You only eat fruits and vegetables. And, and there's a lot of different uh, techniques and methods to fast. You could go on the internet and, and type in uh, biblical, how do I biblically fast today? And you'll probably find some pretty good stuff out there. And, and so if you want to take a good step, you want to experience God at a deeper level, add fasting to your spiritual discipline. Not only will you experience God in a deeper way, you know what will happen. You'll find unbelievable grace for your journey. Let, let me pray for you. Well, Father, we love you so much and thank you for today and our time together. And now, Lord, as, as, as we take that step uh, to fast, to add that to our spiritual disciplines, we pray, Lord, that you'll be pleased and, Father, you will guard us, guide us, and grow us. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Man, so glad you stopped in today and we'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace For Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.